I'm still surprised I made it through um, not watching the season two of The Mandalorian right away and not getting surprised. Like, Same. Same. Because I was like, oh, shit, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. And then finally I was like, oh, all the episodes are out. I can watch this. And then I'm like, how did I not get spoiled with this shit? What? Yeah. Well, guess what? Welcome what? back to all new The Giant Controversy Robot <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Uh, and I'm course. always like looking around as if you guys were like in the room with me, and I'm like, what? What? Guess what? <laughs> what? Like, it's fine. One I'm day, tired. one day we will all be in a room to be <laughs> a podcast where the audio will be crisp, people won't bitch and moan. Well, ma- mainly DM me. Thinking, try not to say literally every sentence. Oh, fuck them. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> We love you, audience, though. But seriously, fuck you if you got a problem with that. <laughs> um, we want good nitpicks, not bad nitpicks. Like, yeah, like that's all we're saying. Give us the good criticism. Um, that was Oracle's Benita Lavaria. Hi. Coming back as always, the Dama Lama writer, Krista Ventor. What's up? With a new mic, if y'all if y'all notice the crispness in his mic. Finally, finally, something off of that like tiny little Samson I was using. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine's still a shitty mic, people. I apologize. And coming soon, we're gonna have sound effects. Coming soon, coming very soon. But something we can finally end on this episode—a long-standing running joke. Oh, the the joke dies in 2021, starting now, right? Yes. The giant contraband robot is finally on Stitcher. So, not coming soon to you. Now available on Stitcher. Every single episode from the very beginning to now. As of recording, that's what? 76 episodes full of content just for you guys. Yeah, 76 episodes. A majority of those episodes are solo episodes with me. Yes, yeah, so let's 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 all remember I'm not here. <laughs> you tend to come into like year two of the giant contraband robot. Um, and who and who is on that? <laughs> but uh we'll do a history, a small mini history of giant contraband robot. If this if you this is you're new. When it started out it was artist talks. You may hear off the wall and by some point season two I was like, I don't want to be sued by Vans. Hence the name, the giant Kachima robot. But then people was like, didn't you get that for Anamanaguchi? Which what Christian has said. And I was like, the article, the giant Kachima robot. See, they can't come after me. Because one, it's the title of a fucking song. There's podcast TV shows with titles of songs. We're not being paid. Even though Stitcher does allow royalties, so um, remember, everyone on this podcast, the the article like the Iron Bull, the article is important. The giant Conchman robot. Yes, and Stitcher, that's right. And Stitcher is free, so you can listen to us for free. Premium is four ninety nine. Like like I said, we're not getting paid. Maybe one day, but not today. We're not getting paid. So you can just go on Stitcher. All seven, like Christian said, all 76 episodes is on there. 
So now you have Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now coming soon to Apple Podcast. Now we have now the, 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 the running joke still. That running joke still stays. Transmitting now in AAC. <laughs> Apple do not like us. No, they don't. They I I can't imagine why. <laughs> We're explicit. Um, we devils in the details. We really talk some off the wall shit. Yeah, we do. Um. Kaylee, on our next episode, has a nuke. I'm very certain when I try to submit an episode for Apple Podcasts to just let us be on there, we're going to get denied again. Probably. And I don't give a fuck. Um, And it always says our episodes and our logo, so. I think they don't like black people because this is a black person, which is me. As the... You know what? We're not going down this route. One division. That was uh, yeah, one division. One division. Um, it premiered. Um, on the time of this recording is Saturday, January sixteenth, but it premiered January fifteenth. Uh, Marvel or Disney in this case um, released two episodes back to back. It will be a single episode release format after that. So pretty much, if you already have Disney Plus and you've been watching The Mandalorian for the past two seasons. You get the first two episodes first and then it goes episode to episode later. But just full heads up, we are going to be doing full spoiler talk here because this show was fucking amazing and I need to talk about it. Oh yeah. So Um, be warned if you have not watched it up to this point yet. Yeah. I mean, it's literally you can kill We're going to blow your mind with so many fucking spoilers. So just like you can literally just, kill the first two episodes in an hour. It's not that those these episodes are not that long. Yeah, I have watched it like five times now. Have you really? Yeah, I've watched it last night, and then I watched it this morning. I watched it twice this morning because I was like, "Oh my god, what?" And then um, I did a whole bunch of adulting stuff this afternoon, which was very boring. And then I came back and I watched it again. So it's definitely because I was just like, it's just there's just it's so good because it just begs to be rewatched because there's just so many like hints and Easter eggs and just it's such a well thought out and well planned out show that I'm like, you guys are just you fucking thought of like every what the hell. I know for me, if we're going to start off right on Easter eggs. The feel of it reminds me of that um, the Vision comic book that came out um, like I think when they say two two three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first one. The second, but this one, you, except for Vision was the focus, and but if you switch it around now, Wanda's the focus. Vision is the the secondary. Um, Stark is mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was such a brilliant like. I love that the the show interjects with like these commercials and you can clearly tell that the commercials are like her memories trying to intrude um because again, like it clearly sets up that she is trapped in some type of weird universe but things are like 
trying to pop through. And so these commercials, like especially the one with the toaster, because you could just hear like when they pressed down on the toaster, it sounded like Iron Man suit, like revving up or whatever, or really? like did... one of his weapons firing. Yeah, like it had a very distinctive sound and they focused on it for like a good extra second or so. And then you see, so like the only time you ever see pops of color in this show before it fully transformed is red. So right. like the toaster, the light was blinking, almost like a ticking countdown. Like when she talked about, you know, like how they were trapped in their house with the Stark bomb for like two days, not knowing if it was going to explode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the red and gold helicopter which at the end of the first. Yeah. Obviously is Did you guys good. also notice the helicopter had a, a sword decal on it? Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So I feel like. There's so much to talk about, so maybe we should like try and like Okay. Episode keep one. Keep a flow. Yeah. Episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Episode one. Rain rain it in. Uh, um It is great to see Debbie So I Joe, love that like I was gonna say it's great to see Debbie Joe Rudd coming back. Yes. Something. Um like, Kitty Foreman. <laughs> but I love that like her first like Wanda's first official line in the show is talking about Vision's indestructible head, which we know is uh, not true. (laughs) It is a very, very destructible head. Right. It has been destroyed twice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I just, I love that. I love how they really nailed, like, the 50s aesthetic of like the dick van dyke show and bewitched like yeah like it wasn't until it wasn't until like the end of the show or near the very end when you start getting like the intrusiveness of her memories that Mm -hmm. the camera starts kind of like mimicking more modern styles of filmmaking oh my god i fucking loved that like right like it was only during the specific moments that were important to the plot where that like that shift happens yeah, like you're just like oh normal TV like, well TV comedy whatever and then yeah like the dinner scene, just zooms in everything crisps up you know like yeah goes more into folk it like oh god it's just it's so well done I love Catherine Hahn I mean I love I've loved her for like ever um. Her character from Step Brothers was just fabulous, but she's great in whatever she does, and I'm just the here for her for me. and Agnes. Like, uh, I know Agnes is gonna be like a traitorous bitch, but I don't care. Like, I love her. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think even if Catherine Hahn is not popping up in Doctor Strange, I think mm-hmm. she's. I, I think if Catherine Hahn is not. And well, she's not cast in Doctor Strange too, but um, I think she's tied. I know this show is tied to Doctor Strange. It will be in some way, right? Um, so yeah, this show kicks. This show is basically kicking off Phase Four, and I know uh, Feige said that it ties in with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and um, Spider Man. For I think he also said Spider Man. So some weird way one is the response responsible for everything that's gonna happen to these to these heroes going forward. Um but 
just the end of the so, episode, um, was it episode two or was it one that we saw um, Bee Suit Man? Is that the was Beekeeper one. was two. Okay. No, wasn't... Oh, yeah, that was two because that made her rewind it, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Because episode one... Because the, the end of episode one was with the dinner party where he started choking because he was like being too intrusive and being like have like wanting them to answer the simple questions that they should be able to answer and when he, they couldn't come up with answers she was like bitch choke <laughs> I'm assuming she caused him to choke um and then that's when like cause to me it was like the wife was laughing and then as soon as she started freaking out she's looking at Wanda to be like stop this Stop it. It's like, stop it. Or someone... She's staring straight at Wanda saying stop it. So to me that was like the sign that Wanda was the one causing it him to choke. And that's when she sort of snapped out of it and was like, oh, Vision, save him. Or like she, like we're, we're seeing what Wanda is seeing, but maybe there's someone like it's like a mind fuck. Like we're seeing what Wanda's seeing, but we don't really see what's going on outside of, of what her technically her vision, for lack of a better term. <laughs> so like she's literally probably choking someone. Even when she's saying vision help, she's probably she probably did it herself. Yeah. So the thing I love about this show especially is because there's just there's so many good theories about what this is like what it could be um it could be like a fantastic way to introduce uh Mephisto um because he's a fucking shithead that causes problems for everyone but he does he is also the one which I think is why they mentioned Spider-Man because in the comics he's the one that like removes the memory of spider-man like outing himself as peter parker um and then since the la- the end of far from home he got outed <laughs> like it could tie into to him coming back and being like oh well okay i can i, like I can make people not remember you as spider-man but it's gonna to- cost you But I also wonder. Let's not unpack that Spider-Man thing. (laughs) What? Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. He he has a sore spot for that Spider-Man thing. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, just to tie that in. My Jeff Lowe. But I also love the idea that like this could cause the introduction of mutants to the Marvel universe. So, like, it could be, like, the House of M, but flipped. So, you know, that'd like... Very, that'd be very interesting. Um, That's episode one. Episode two! What? <laughs> huh? I was like, what is, like, what is this there in episode one that we can just, like, knit, like just unpack? Because I feel episode two gave more of a progression of where we can see things. Because episode two... I seriously think it's her attitude coming out because Emma Caulfield, Anya, if you know Buffy Vampire Slayer, 
Yes. Like, she's, like, she's... If you want someone who's a heifer, I'm not going to use the B word for her. A heifer. You get Emma Caulfield. Because she could play that character to a T. And she's doing, oh my god, she's doing such a good job as Dottie. Is that her name? Yeah. Um... But I also love, because you see, so you see all these different things, especially like, like you said, episode two. So with it starting off with the banging, um, I took that to mean that it's like, you know, sword trying to get in. Like maybe she is trapped in like this bubble and they're literally banging on it to try yeah. and, and get in. And that's, so the, that, that's the vibe I got from that. And that's why you see, like, a beekeeper come in from the bottom. Because they're just trying to find all these ways to come in. So then it starts you thinking, like, okay, so are there other people trapped in here? So, like, the hearts. Are the hearts trapped in there with her? Like, Mrs. Hart looking directly at her when her husband was, quote-unquote, husband was choking. Is she, like, part of S.H.I.E.L.D.? And they're just playing along? Because, um... Geraldine in episode two, we know she's going to be um, Monica Rambeau, thanks yep. to IMDb. Yep, to um, Tishana Parrish. And uh, so it's like, are they able to send people in, but then those people sort of almost forget why they're there? Sort of like Wanda does, and it's like slowly they kind of remember and have to like work to try and get out you know and then the second commercial was Strucker right Baron Von Strucker who gave the good old hack what's the in, uh, uh, what, what was the term he used um, the age of heroes but his were miracles mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm, miracles but sounds like somebody still can't say the word mutants. Yeah. But oh, and that's another thing. They finally gave her the fucking last name, Maximoff. Yeah. She was always called Wanda. They would never use and and it, that's how you know Marvel got the rights to the X-Men back when they was able to give her her fucking last name. Mhm. So, I was like Did you guys see the the tower? Um, it's more clearly visible in the second episode, but like one of the wallpapers, it's literally the, um, the, the tower where they were made, like in Sokovia, uh, in Age of Ultron where, you know, they're like, oh, no, I didn't catch that. I did not catch that either. Yeah. So if you look like, if you watch it again, as I said, I watched five times. So I'm like, details. Um, but it's when she's walking out of the, the kitchen and then of course when they at the very end when they pan across when everything's changing from black and white to color, um, it's the wallpaper that's right by the, the kitchen door. You can see uh, the building um from Sokovia. Where she was created. What do you know? And I was like, Nice touch. I love all these little just that's like the adaptations I want where you know it's like 
hidden little things, tiny little things like that, where it's just like, we want our fans to dissect this, we want them to talk about this, we want them to get excited for it, because I'm just all of that right I think so. I think the writer for WandaVision went back and was like, alright, let's go through everything that Wanda was in. And majority, it looked like episode two struck back to Age of Ultron, because I've been seeing a lot on Twitter and IG, those who comic book luminaries um have went back to watch age of ultron because they noticed some eat like you you noticed the easter eggs from um from that particular scene that harkens back to specifically episode two harkens back to age of ultron because strucker and then the tower and i think the watch was called miracle hmm so we're getting a little bit there, but then also, have y'all noticed that vo- the voice of the beekeeper? I think that's Randall Park. Well, not the the beekeeper was not Randall Park, but yeah, the voice on the radio was uh, Randall Park. But then he also, when the, when the beekeeper, when Vision and Wanda was looking at the beekeeper, you hear the voice. No, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything, but you hear the voice though. And some people were like, oh, that could be AIM. <laughs> I was like, didn't AIM die mm. with Adrian Killian? Hmm. So there's a, there's yeah, a lot, there's I a think, lot of things out there. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's... We got S.W.O.R.D. I think they're just going to introduce S.W.O.R.D. I don't know if they're going to do AIM just yet. Um, I think the Beekeeper was nobody special. I think it was just another agent of sword trying to get in um just to sort of figure out what's going on and wanda was just like do not break my happiness because obviously her subconscious is fighting with her like sort of letting her I think it's we're going to just sort of come to find out that, yeah, she may have got, like, either she got trapped in some weird universe thing or she happily led herself over to it and maybe, like, broke down like, and created whatever universe. She it's like pseudo-lucid dreaming. Yeah. Um, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, stories of, like, um, and, like, if she's possibly, like being tormented in some way like is this her mind not necessarily fracturing but like segmenting itself into certain things to protect her and vision yeah um i just like because i feel like that was never really brought across it didn't really come through with the previous marvel movies is that she is way more powerful than they show because they just make it seem like she's like i can lift things with my mind and fly like but but i'm like bitch you have like reality warping powers yeah but if if we notice though and i remember the russos was talking about it each movie you see her power getting stronger like she's getting a power like like the order she's getting the more powerful she's getting like look at endgame if thanos didn't call for that air raid she probably could have killed Thanos right there and then. Yeah, like she was straight up taking him on toe to toe by herself. So it looked like yeah. it was a power up. So, and 
probably she at the funeral Stark's funeral she probably didn't get no resolution because one Pietro is dead um, right Hawkeye went back into hiding obviously he must have went back into hiding no resolution with Stark because he's dead so she must have probably and also she killed technically had to kill Vision twice she probably had a mental break at some point after Endgame up to the show yeah to be very interesting as we, as we get further further down to the season throughout this season. yeah so I'm just I don't know I'm just I'm so excited like I love and hate that they're making me wait a week to watch it because I love the build up basically I'm like oh the anticipation but I'm also like oh the anticipation because um aesthetic- no. Because I, I know aesthetically, <clears throat> episode one was definitely, I want to say the Dick Van Dyke show. Episode two was Bewitch going into, look like episode three, they're now in color. So I would say Brady Bunch. Yeah, I was going to guess Brady Bunch most likely. Yeah, probably Brady Bunch and then maybe Family Ties. Um, how they look and then the 90s because uh, I just did see image of them in the 90s I'd I, say like maybe Full House or Fresh Prince <laughs> I'll say full, full House I feel like they're gonna like they can't not do a Full House reference with yeah. her because it's just like haha your sisters that would be hilarious they got yeah. to they got to because remember at one time they was trying to get her to be um, whatever the fuck that character name was in Full House. Michelle. Thank you. Um, I only seen one episode with um, of Full House, and it was the episode where Joni Smollett was on the episode. And she was so cute. And Urkel was on the episode as well. Oh. So that lets you know. I'm, I mean, she's I, still cute. Yeah. She's still gorgeous. But she was just so cute. And I also let everybody know I'm older than Journey Smollett. God damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. I can't believe it. I don't know why I did that to but, myself. Yeah, I just oh god, there's just there's so many great details and there's so much stuff with this. And so I keep looking at like the credits, because the end credits show, you know, like the tiles. Like and so I'm wondering because at the very end credits of the first one you see who like a woman watching through the tv mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if it's gonna be something like they've built this thing around whatever's going on but like then what if this leads to like the creation of um uh oh my god what's it why am i blinking on it what's the danger room oh, yeah, because the danger then like room. the X-Men's danger the room. end credits have the tiles where it's like they change shape and they change scenes so i'm like okay so it could be referencing like the universes and how each universe change but with the tiles flickering 
and flipping i just keep i just kept thinking about like the danger room and how that's like their training because everything was like the tiles and the lights and the lasers in the danger room and how they <laughs> so then i'm like oh but what if she's just like trapped in some weird like danger room i don't know you, it could you, be anything you're really looking for some x-men references i don't know <laughs> I only got, Dude, I got, I, I got my one. Maximoff. That's my one. I'm good. There's just, there's so much. Like, I'm wondering why the clocks are all weird. We gotta, like, we, the radio, when you looked at the radio, the number six was missing from the dial, but then there was also, like, on the bottom, it had another row of numbers, but the, the six was there, but then, like, 11... 13 and 15 were missing so i'm like what do those numbers mean and why are they missing could it be the first appearance of uh wanda and um quicksilver i don't know i didn't read those comics way back in the day because <laughs> i was not born yet i i've read i remember reading the first of the first i don't remember the number specifically but i do remember reading the first issue of uh wanda and um quicksilver appearance in the x-men though even though they technically started out in the Avengers first, like the movies that did. But I do remember um, them working with Magneto. Um, this is a perfect time to say, to say it. And this is a, spo- a future spoiler. Because normally we don't do future spoilers when we do reviews. Um, it is a rumor. We don't know if it's set. No one has seen the episode. Funko spoiled it. Fucking Funko. In its WandaVision line, Quicksilver is in the line. If it's not Funko, it's Lego or Hasbro. Yeah. So, it's a possibility. We could be seeing Quicksilver win. We don't know. Is this still tied to the X-Men? We still don't fucking know. But, uh... Um, I mean, I suspected, like, he would show up because, like, that's the only other big loss. But then here's the thing, and... We don't know which Quicksilver. I don't. I, I know specifically because I, I I I did my due diligence and I went out and asked. I'm not gonna say it here. That's the one thing I won't do. I know I've been holding on to this for the, since. <laughs> God damn it! I've been wanting to say this away. since October of 2020. I've, I, I knew this was October. I've not told anyone. So. Um. But yeah, because I like I have a feeling the people that are in the commercials are her parents. Because they were the same people for... It was the same people for both commercials, right? Yeah. Both commercials. So, like, I suspect they're her parents. So I was like, okay, well, if her parents are here, fucking Pietro's gonna come riding on through here. <laughs> Any minute now. I'm guessing probably the 80s. Like, because just imagine, like, the wacky... Like, he could come rolling in with, like, um, the canon weird-ass hair. Which can which weird ass hair the one with the, when he has like the the shortcut with the long ass bangs yeah like the little weird like so, fucking like wing v looking motherfuckers so eight, so, <clears throat> eight, so 80s 90s quicksilver yeah imagine they have him looking right. like the other quicksilver from the x-men universe which because which, which quicksilver though? oh how funny would that be with his like um um, oh my god, why am I blanking on the band? Pink Floyd. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That would be real funny. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, it's just oh God, there's just so much they could do, and it's very exciting. No. It's exciting. It's the birth of another phase. So let's give it a review uh, between one and ten. We do points. fifteen. We don't go over. Mine. That's mine. We don't go over. Fifteen. <laughs> let's rain it back. Let's rain it back. Fifteen. Let's rain it back. No. I would. I would. I would do it. I, I would put my. I would get close, real close. Final review. I'll get real close like this, and I will start off with moist. I will keep on saying moist. If you know it, rain it back. <laughs> rain it back. I mean, well, you're the one that has those shreddy balls anyway, so. Whatever. So, Benita is a ten out of ten. <laughs> Goddamn right, I'm a ten. I was gonna say, what's what's the uh, score though? <laughs> yes, Benita is a ten, but <laughs> in terms of one division, she's saying fifteen. Fine, I'll give it ten out of ten. Thank you. <sighs> what? Christian, I would give it a. I'm gonna give it a eight point five out of ten. For both episodes, or just um, one or episode one or two, both, both. Well, I mean, honestly, is like one just because they released at the same time. So. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to to review them separately because of them releasing the same day. Okay, um, I will give it an eight point five as well. Yeah, because honestly, it was really good in my mind. I did very much enjoy it. It's just obviously like. I'm sure I'm leaving room for there to be better episodes. And on top of that, the reason why I give a point five, I have been missing the Marvel fanfare. I know I own the MCU collection. I have Disney Plus. It just didn't take until f- watching fucking One Division to actually let me hear the fucking fanfare. I mean, that fanfare is so fucking good. <laughs> and that the title crawl like. Warner Brothers in DC, y'all ain't shit. Marvel got y'all beat. All right, that's the only time I'm going to be biased on Marvel versus DC. The title crawl. Come on. Title card. But um, I'm echoing um, Christian sentiments because this is only the first two episodes. They only can give you, this is the stepping off point for the whole entire series. They're not going to just blow their load proverbial proverbial load on us just be like all right you get everything at once no they're not pulling in netflix you have to wait like regular television which is kind of odd to be like this is this is my actually the first time me actually doing this since like watching the flash yeah but you also didn't watch mandalorian like week to week yeah and I did not watch the boys week to week, season two week to week. I just waited till all the episodes yeah. was out, so I just binged that. Yeah, uh, it's not like it's the first show recently at all to have come out week by week. Yeah, but for me, yeah. but for me, getting back in that representation, waiting week to week, that's that's still. Yeah, it's a hard transition back when you're used to binge watching at this point. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and also, Flash ain't that good anymore. I know I brought it up, but mm, I like his suit. Why can't the movie do that? You know, I, I think that's the issue with CW shows in general, the longevity of them. But um, also, speaking of costumes, we do get peaks of Wanda's new suit 
in promos, which means we would see it at some point in the series. I'm very excited to see like their shitty costumes, so I can be like, yes, look how stupid these costumes look in real life. Okay, yeah. thank you. Bye. Yeah, like Marvel, design better costumes. Like, yeah, like Marvel did great on updating the hero suits. Um, like one person's like, they don't look like Scarlet Witch. Do you really want her to wear? Yeah. First off, she's not called Scarlet Witch. She's Wanda. She has not used the code name yet. Um, See, but I think this is where like it's going to come in. I think this show is where she's going to get that moniker because of... I mean, I think they're going to follow the route like Agnes is going to be like, haha, I'm Agatha! Jinkies! Um, <laughs> and you know, teach her more about her powers and, you know, that kind of That, that kind of good shit. Yeah. Um, so I think I think she's going to get that, that moniker by the end of, of this show. So, also, for an update for everyone, um, Benita's going to be mainly doing, we're going to be doing, not Kaylee, but me, Christian, and Benita are going to be doing the WandaVision um review so we're not next week's episode will not be episode three we're gonna be waiting till episode four so we'll review episode three and four just a heads up Fair enough. i probably have watched it like 15 times by then so you know i'm, I'm banking on that um, i'm gonna be like fucking oh, charlie day's character <laughs> <laughs> what was it phyllis no what was her name in um it's always sunny in philadelphia i have not watched oh. i have not watched one episode but i do know the reference and she's looks like she's not here it's and it's like it all leads back to her and she's not here that's gonna be me by the time this show is like <laughs> almost done i, I want to eat pictures for clarification um <laughs> right around the episode release kevin feige has been very talkative on future MCU stuff. One, Charlie Cox apparently has completed filming Spider-Man 3. So, Daredevil is Charlie back. Charlie Cox? Charlie Cox is returning as Daredevil. Mi- what? He completed the literally in the article he completed filming the Spider-Man 3. I'm sorry, have I been paying too much attention to the coup and not, like, the cool stuff? Yeah. Um, In the news? And he's apparently in line to pop up as Matt Murdock in She-Hulk. What? Yep, so one Netflix hero is returning. Oh, I hope. He was so good. He was so good as Daredevil. Um, I mean, they gave him a shitty second season. I like season and really two shitty over, defenders, I, but I like season two over season three. I didn't even watch season three because I hated season two and the defenders so much. I was I like, like the, no, I like the defenders. All right, I'm I'm gonna defend the defenders and season two. The reason why I dislike season three, and this is a trope that every superhero TV show uses. Let's frame the hero in their own fucking costume. So everyone can fucking hate him and the hero has to desperately clear their fucking name. Mm. If they would have just followed. They pulled the dark knight on him, on. Yeah. 
Mm, okay. Even the Dark Knight, even this, that's why I didn't like the Dark Knight, because they pull that fucking trope. I hate that trope. That is a that is the most laziest comic book trope ever. You can't think of anything else to fuck to do. No. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. The laziest comic book trope ever is fridging your women. That is true. Yeah, I'd say that's a very, yeah. But here's the thing, though. Now, fridging is going from jump from women to men. Here's the thing, though. Fridging is bad. In general, like at this point, it's a tired plot, Stop. like plot start. Yeah. But um, they could have just, they butchered Born Again. They could have just kept that theme like Kingpin, Kingpin is out. Instead of just trying to um like, and then we also got the origin of Bullseye within the fucking show at the same time. And I'm like, oh, come on. Oh. Just why? So hmm. it, it was. I felt season three wasn't as strong as two, one, um, one and two. Even though even people don't like two, but it, I felt two held up. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was. I like, mean, I didn't even watch the third season of Jessica Jones because I absolutely fucking hated the second season. Like the second season of Jessica Jones and it's so and it's I get it it's hard the first season of Jessica Jones I thought was so well done like the first season of all of those Netflix shows were so well done like freaking Luke Cage even though they killed off Mahershala Ali way too soon in my personal opinion yeah blame, blame the fact that he was fabulous his, he has actually he has an excuse for that one he said I mean he, he's 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 a an amazing actor and he's got a lot of shit going on so I get it time constraints but fucking the second season of Jessica Jones was such garbage like I haven't seen it you, you could spoil you, it for they me. like Trisha fucking Trish took stupid pills she took all of the stupid pills that was literally her oh I said literally again whatever fuck it she literally took stupid pills in this movie and I mean it like seriously she took Stupid pills or stupid gas, if you will, because she's a dumb bitch. They turned her into a dumb bitch, and I just none of. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. But here's but. the thing, though: her character Hellcat is just as stupid. Okay, the one they did a few years ago, the Hellcat one they did a few years ago, was a really good comic series. If you haven't read it. You should read it because it was it was actually really well. It was really well done. Um, but yeah, like her comic back in the day was kind of um, it was very stupid. But speaking of Kirsten Witter and Mike Coulter, it is it's not set in stone. Kevin Feige said there's a possibility. Well, Kristen Ritter is more of a possibility than Mike Coulter of popping up in She-Hulk as well. Ooh. Uh, Mike Coulter, on the other hand. Apparently, Marvels do have the rights back to Luke Cage, but not a hundred. Whatever the fuck is going on between Ike Palmer and Kevin Feige, now Luke Cage is in the middle of the shit. Mm. I do not like Ike Palmer. I mean, it's licensing is weird. I know. License licensing is so complex and stupid. Um, I just 
I hate it. So I, I'm not surprised that there's some issues with some of their, their characters. And I like still <laughs> somebody said, but they're under Marvel. Yes, but there's Marvel Entertainment and then there's Marvel Studios. Marvel Entertainment yeah. is, is shutting down and Kevin Feige is taking over the TV division. Is just still certain characters are still tied up to certain things. Yeah. Um, hence why Ghost Rider was shut down. Um, oh, Punisher is not happening any um, any further now. So don't look, don't ask John Berthold. Blame the people at the Capitol who's using Punisher T-shirts. Now, Marvel- yeah, I'm talking about like asking Marvel to get rid of the 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 logo because of that. Um, even, yeah. Even the, even the creator of Punisher. So I think a couple of. Uh, could be wrong, but I have seen some articles where a couple of Punisher comic books has been canceled until further notice, um, which means talks yeah. for John Berthold coming back is also null and void until... Which sucks. sucks, but I mean, I also, I understand it, because it's like, sometimes the creation you make, because it's like, once you create something and you release it out to the world, it honestly, it is not yours anymore. Like, you let go of that baby. Like, yes, you created it, but... It's now in the fans' hands, and fans are going to do whatever they want with it. It's kind of like Pepe the Frog, or whatever, Uh, the Pepe Frog, and how he's been co-opted by the alt-right as well, so that the original creator had held a funeral for his character, because he's like, I'm done, goodbye. (laughs) Like, he is not mine anymore. (laughs) I do not claim him. Um... But the Punisher has also just been um, a slippery slope of the symbol for years because you got a lot of cops that also um, yep. use him as a symbol. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no. Like you're missing the literal point. Right. <laughs> um, but also, picking back onto Wanda, well, um, Kevin Feige did speak on Wolverine. He said, paraphrasing, he would rather have Wolverine have a TV show than just introducing him into a movie or someone else's movie. Ooh, okay. Hmm. So please, 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 please just let it be like a short, stocky dude. I need it to be a short, stocky not, dude. Unfortunately, I, there's not a lot of short, stocky actors. Uh, yes, and there is. There's one, I, there's one who pops in my mind, but... I'm getting tired. I know we're all I know we're all thinking it Danny DeVito but calm down. <laughs> he would be perfect, damn it. I, I, I will I will literally erase anything you have to do with GCR if you ever if anyone ever mentions Danny DeVito again. Oh, matter of fact, <laughs> Danny DeVito might pop back up as the penguin in a future DC film. Might. That's it. He's canceling himself off of GCR apparently. Apparently, Annie Muschietti wants Dan DeVito to come back to play the Penguin. Huh. I mean, I'm I'm okay with that, but it just feels like why? I mean, he did he did die. (laughs) Multiverse. Yeah. uh, Can you easily create he Flash can easily get to a place where he didn't die going against Batman. 
You guys remember when the multiverse was a really cool concept of like connecting multiple stories together and not just a trope that like, Hollywood people were going to use to be able to recycle everything again? Technically, yeah. DC did that first before Hollywood actually co-opted that. I always read like Infinite multiverse, uh, like the multiverse stuff in comics as like fan fiction. It's just like canon fan fiction, you know, like mm. um, Spider Gwen is she is canon like she's fan like fan fiction she's canon fan miles, fiction miles because she is dead but she's also like a great that's a great comic series yeah but you want to know a mind fuck with um uh, with gwen what she is destined to marry miles huh i mean that the doesn't... fuck that's gonna happen i don't know marvel created that fucking trope huh I mean, I ship I think him. I'm okay with it. <laughs> She's literally ship in another dimension. Miles is now no, in the 616. Obviously, it doesn't happen. make sense dimensionally, but I'm just saying, like, weirder shit has happened. I'm just like, oh. We, we were just talking about a TV show I know. where a I woman know. is having babies with an android and she can create alternate dimensions with her own mind. I so, she, I mean, she did that to pick book. on that seems a little weird I'm just <laughs> but saying. that's cool but um you let that hate flow through you but um <laughs> that, that would be a great way to transition but you also mentioned spider-man um you would like what's going on with spider-man right now in the comic books Benita and christian i would like it he um is going to get some villain that's also tied to mephisto who's also tied to norman osborne i'll just say this when Peter found out who was the villain of this whole time that was fucking with him, literally in this recent issue of Spider-Man, he was like, I don't want fuck all to do with any of the Osborns. I am sick of it. <laughs> they literally are changing Peter Parker's attitude towards the Osborns. Normally he's like, I can save them. Let me help them. No, he's like, fuck them. Yeah. Was it? I mean... Osborne's have done some pretty fucked up shit yeah. over the years. Wasn't there one standalone series where he impregnated MJ? It was uh, Gwen. He impregnated. Oh, Gwen. Okay. Yep. And he and yep. literally. Yep. And Mephisto made Peter relive all those memories. That's where he was like, "Fuck him." <laughs> I like this new writer who's taking over Spider Man. Like he, like he's making Spider Man go through all of his history. Like, like it's like happened like in the last 20 years so now I think canonically Peter Parker's 35 36 so the Mephisto's making him relive everything he ever went through and Mary Jane so he's literally That's like harsh. so they're both like alright we're done with the fucking Osborns like <laughs> I mean I sort of got like done with it when Peter Parker was like yes I will sacrifice my life with Mary Mary Jane to have Aunt May live. And I'm like, she's gonna die someday, bro. She's very old. Aunt May is very old for you for some reason. Well, I still don't know why she's old. Like, why is she so old? My aunts are nowhere near as, like, ancient as they make them seem in the movies, which is why I was so thankful, like, we had the younger Marissa Tomei aunt, because that makes a hell of a lot more sense to me oh, than... 
like ancient granny Aunt May. But I'm still like, bro, why is it superheroes can't handle death? Why why can superheroes not fucking handle death? And he's like, oh, but my Aunt May. Yes, let me sacrifice my happiness with MJ so that my Aunt May can live. It's like Superman. Like, like. Sorry, go ahead. But like, death sucks. It never gets any easier. It's not something you adapt to. Like, loss is always hard, no matter what. But it's just stupid to me. <laughs> like, it makes no sense to me to be like, okay, wow. let me just erase the past however many fucking years of my life. Well, if you want permanent deaths in DC, the Kents are dead. <laughs> There's no Ma, Pa, Kent. And the bigger one that hit me, that made me go back again saying, fuck you, DC. You killed, they killed off Crypto. Was what, I'm so sorry. It, like Crypto the Super Dog. Might cut out there. Crypto the Super Dog. It's gone. Oh. Yeah. Like, it's just so funny because, you know, especially since you played like the Spider Man game that came out a couple years ago. And so they do a really good job with like Aunt May's death scene there. Also, where she's like, thing. Bitch, I knew. I knew. I knew who you were. Don't stop. Keep doing the go fight. But take care of yourself. I love you. Bye. Also, don't add us. The game has been out long enough. And it's released on technically two different consoles. I mean, we just had the release, which I still need to get. I haven't played that. Um, but yeah. That was the MCU talk of this portion of the podcast. <laughs> um, 10 out of 10 from Benita. 8.5. For me, Christian, um, three and four episode three and four of our review will come out at the end of the month. Um, we're we're hyped, and knowing Benita's going to be very more well versed than us, and we're going to keep the reviews going all the way into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I'm more hyped for. Like finally, I am very excited for that, but I am really excited for Loki because I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. look at all of these comic. Oh my God, there's so many like. Comic book reference. Just <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm just happy a, a brother gets the show run a TV show. I'm just. Like, let's go, Mackie. Let's go, Mackie. <laughs> you don't have to take no shit from B Rabbit no more. Papa Doc. I'm just wondering if they're going to do like stories from his recent run which i thought was really well done where like um from he got I... kicked out of shields <laughs> and so he didn't really have money but he was still helping people and so he had to fly like coach <laughs> oh um loki or falcon falcon from what i'm understanding no they're not using captain america falcon damn it this hmm. is a whole original story okay uh, I mean, like, yay and nay, I guess, but, like... Because apparently Elijah... Captain America Falcon was so good. Yeah. 
Elijah Bradley is being added to the cast. If y'all don't know who he is, he's Patriot, a young Avenger. So they're literally gearing up the young Avengers. And in, in, like in late in the series, um, Henry Steinfeld, now Kate Bishop, um, Florence Pugh. Okay. Is now Teen Widow. Who would we want as America Chavez? Hmm. Oh, she's already cast. Is she? Yeah, she's um, in, she's gonna be in Doctor Strange too. And I'm what? not gonna butcher that Latin woman's name. I got already. Had. Hold on. <laughs> you guys continue talking. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I have butchered that woman's name <laughs> numerous of time on this show. I'm not doing too many I'm so sorry, new lady. I am so sorry. Uh, <sighs> that's too good, honestly. Yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. The wars. The wars among the stars. Now is no secret. I am on the team. Fuck Star Wars. Um, what have you done for me lately? You have done jack shit. You have regulated people of color. You have let the women of the leads of these movies get all the fucking Veritol from these fuck these fat, sweaty, probably haven't touched the titties, probably living not in the basement no more, living on the top side of the fucking house, using up all the fucking Wi-Fi taking up all the good shit when we go to Comic-Con have the gall to say they don't know we don't know what the fuck we're talking about in terms of Star Wars those fuckers ruined ruined sorry I was I'm trying to be like Stewie ruined Star Wars specifically for me and listen and also projection wise Kathy Kennedy's a good producer but when you meddle in narrative Look, you need to know your role. Not everyone can be Kevin Feige, who's good at being a producer and help with story. So, we're um, on this portion of the podcast. We're not attacking Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-mm. She gets enough Veritol as well. But I will complain. No cohesiveness made the sequel trilogy's trash. Yeah. Dang. Well, what? yeah. What? In a way. Have you found your American Chavez yet? Yeah. And she's really adorable. And it's, uh, I think it's pronounced Zochi. I'm not going to, once again, I butchered, but that's... I butchered the young lady's name. The young person's name. I don't know. If that's a guesstimate, so. I'll do some googling yeah it would be it would pronounce it it would it would have it would have like a like uh like a very heavy um uh what's it called glottal sound at the at the end of it but it would be it'd be shosh i think it would be oh because the the x in the x would be pronounced like a ch almost like like a either ch or sh is what's debated okay but yeah, American Chavez, Young Avengers, um, Kate. Um, She's adorable. Um, they recast um, 
Cassie in, in Ant-Man, so. Coming soon to an MCU movie near you, Young Avengers. Okay, so to bring this back, I mean, I'm going to bring it back. So, do we think the children Wanda has in WandaVision will be, like, will it be, like, Billy from the Young Avengers? Or not Billy. Yeah. Was it Billy? Wiccan? Was that his name? Wiccan. But, like, that was his, like, character name. And then... Didn't he have, like, a regular name? Like, America Chavez? I forgot his real name. I just always always stuck to Wiccan. Anyway. Um, But do we think they're gonna be... Like... Because it's just the whole thing in that series. I know we didn't talk about it, and I'm so sorry. back, But, you know, where they're, like, for the children. That just seemed like a very... Like, um, ritualistic thing, and especially since she ended up pregnant magically at the end of the show. So it's like, are they keeping her trapped here for her children? If she had children. To take them? Like, is it possibly the only way she could, like, continue with the kids? Like, it, it, it just puts a lot of questions. There's so many questions. Okay, sorry. Anyway, gonna continue. Gonna pivot back, but I'm just saying, because we were talking about Young Avengers. And Wiccan is a big part of including, the Young Avengers. He's so his, adorable. Including his boyfriend, who's half Cree, half Scroll. Oh my god, they're just so damn cute together. It's fine. Hulkling and Wiccan forever. Gotta wait and see. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so from one um, parallel was... dimension to... A universe far, far away. I was on my um, my rant on um, how these no dick assholes ruin Star Wars. Yeah, um, it's just kind of funny, you know, fandom. that like if y'all don't know the, the Star Wars fandom is a little bit toxic. It's oh yeah, almost bit. like the movies are based on an ancient order of men that have told them to hide their true feelings and press them down and hide them away because feelings are bad. So then when they do have feelings, they go bad. But it's almost like they're just been told to deny their feelings. They don't know how to deal with feelings. So it's just weird. It's weird. It's funny that don't know how to deal with feelings. You turn out to be an asshole. Just funny. <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna glance over George Lucas implied incest. Why not? Okay, <laughs> Why shouldn't look, we glance over that? People are gonna talk about how they feel the Skywalker, the newer ones, weren't well planned out. And I'm not gonna disagree with that. Like, I feel like they had a general story, but they left it up to the directors of the movies to get there but also the original trilogy don't let george lucas tell you that it was fully planned out because it fucking wasn't no at 100 percent he's gonna have two siblings fucking swap spit <laughs> yeah i know that was like a retroactive thing in the third movie like but he's my brother <laughs> and how <laughs> How Leia has memories of her original mom, but then fucking Padme dies on the birthing table. So yeah, no, don't, don't, don't come at me with that bullshit. 
that if bullshit. You listen to the Dragon Age episode, but me and Benita hates that shit. No cohesiveness whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, we we raged about canon and just you know, like. Like you don't look at your. Own if you're shit. if you're writing a series. If you're creating a video game or creating a TV show or a movie and you are doing a follow-up, a second season, a second game, second movie, you literally have to watch, play, everything all the way through. So, you know, (laughs) because a a lot of creators, a lot of writers are like, I made this, I know everything about it. And it's like, no, but you don't. Like... Do you, do you, you have the universe in your head, but it's also, it's not, you don't suck it in like a fan does. Like, fans, if they truly fall in love with something, they will own that shit. They will, like, play it, watch it, just soak up as much as they, they can, and... They are forever going to know more about the universe than the creators ever will. But the thing is, though, with something that all fans should know, and it's going to be hard to, to, to realize this, you don't own this shit. You are aware of it, you are a part of it, but you don't own it. You have no say. It's, it's a shared ownership, I think. So it's not like it's not just one person; it's everybody's. Um, so, like, if you get angry about something, it didn't go the way you thought. Like, that's valid. Like, it's valid to get angry at something or dislike something. It's no way, shape, or form like invalidating your feelings. Just but not. like, you don't need to be a dick. You don't need to send death threats. You don't need to be a racist twat. Like... You don't need to be misogynistic. You don't need to... Any of that kind of crap. Yeah. Like, just don't... Don't be toxic. If you want to be angry, that's fine. Like, no one is going to like what you put out universally. Like, it's just not going to happen. You're going to have some people that love it... You're gonna have some people that hate it, and you're gonna have some people that are just like, meh. Um, but like, have discussions about it, you know, talk about it, but like, just don't be a dick. It's that simple. It's that simple for me. There's a word I feel I, like. There's a word I really, 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 really want to use, but it's too mean and. As someone who has a brother who's autistic, is specifically me. But I'll just say this. Let's start with Force Awakens. What can we do? What what can us as those who would like to see it changed? Let's create an alternate timeline. Force Awakens. Okay. So, like, what we would do differently with that, or... What would we do differently? I... I mean... Mm. I... 
I think my issue with, I mean, I think I've said this before. So like my issue is it's basically just like, it's a newer hope. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but that it, like, it kind of also makes a little bit of sense, but it also doesn't because, I mean, to say, like, real-world context, you know, we had a lot of, um, you know, like, 60s and 70s, a lot of movements for equal rights and equal pay and that kind of thing and then it sort of like went away and then now we're like kind of coming back again like after a generation to be like no we fucking need equal rights so it like sort of makes sense that that like Jedi would disappear between those two movies because it was just Luke trying to create a Jedi order um him being the lone Jedi in the universe. And after destroying a government, there's a huge power vacuum. And so, of course, it would take and... time and effort to create a new society. I almost wish we would have gotten that because that's a lot more interesting than like, oh, no, another white supremacist people, Nazis, rose up again to... And... Take over the universe. And that's what me and Christian had conversations before on past episodes. You create all these Jedis that is either... I hate the fact that they create all these Jedis that are clearly still alive. And like we have said also, Benita, they do not look like they... Specifically this regime on Lucasfilm. Don't they do not go back to past right um um novels, or or expanded universe like we accepted the fact that they was not going to use the expanded universe. Yeah, you have these novels though that do connect to the six movies to Force Awakens, so which means you could have used Ahsoka because now everyone is saying, including Rosario herself, yeah, Ahsoka is running around. It's still alive, so which means Ahsoka is 50, 60 years old after Rise of Skywalker. Okay, she's running around. Um, there's one Jedi, they said he's still alive. Some he looks like a white dude with dreads, like something he but he looks his skin tone looks enough where Jason Momoa could probably play this dude. Um, he's still alive, he, he made it through Order 66 and he's still alive. They have all these Jedis that are still around. But I'm like, okay. We get to Rise of Skywalker. Why the fuck they ain't there? Helping. Oh, we're just gonna... Our, our force is helping Rey wing back... Get the fuck out of here with that. Well, I mean, they sort of explained it in the flashback with the burning down of the temple. It, 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 um, I, I get it. But here's the, and this is the Sith side coming out of me. You have this power. You're just gonna sit and fucking meditate and project astral project yourself. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. You have this power to help police. And I know we have the the um, oh fuck. What's the what was the one that that's supposed to be a movie or a TV show about the past republic? 
showing the fall of the Jedi, so we see the their hubris. Oh, the uh, the High Republic ones. There we go. Yeah, the High Republic. Mm. I know those are going to come soon in the next yeah five five years, but which I'm honestly really excited about because I want to see anything from the High Republic. But it's like yeah, I hate the fact that you have to be a Sith. You want to actually get action done and all this shit, and then the Jedi have to be reserved, calm, collect. Fuck that shit. Give me the in-between. This is why also I'm shitting on Mandalorian before we get back on Force Awakens and the original trilogy, these new trilogies. That Ahsoka, I can't train. He, I, look. Look, woman. Grogu needs a Jedi. You are currently there. You could have just easily yeah, but that's literally against Ahsoka's character. I don't care. I have no so then, I so then, I Here's look. I have no time. You want to fight about this? We'll fight about this. That's fine. But no the thing is, that's literally against Ahsoka's character, and her entire arc is that she does not agree with the Jedi Order, so she doesn't want to teach what she taught. That made complete sense to me when I saw that yeah. in Mandalorian. And this is someone, have I said before, I have not seen Clone Wars. Exactly, that's why I have to defend it. <laughs> Nor yep. do I want to see Clone And also, Rebels. Because you're stupid, it's fine. I, I don't care. Um, <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen's brother has been cast as Thrawn. Oh. Ooh, that's he's, good. He's already, I like he's that. already the voice of Thrawn. So he's going yeah. to be like... Um, so, Ashley, I like that. Here's the thing, though. What about the character Ezra? And, well, see, that's what that was the whole speculation after that episode with um with Ahsoka came out, right? Like theoretically, if Thrawn is alive, there might be a chance Ezra might be alive. And which, yeah, which means everyone's gonna be riding Filoni like the rodeo show. To see if Ezra is going to come back. So, which means you hey, know, I don't give a shit. Filoni should be in charge of the Star Wars universe, in my opinion, at this point. No, no, we 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 proven you give too much uh, one person too much unlimited power. See what, what how that happens. No, 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 no. It's like the it's like the rule of two. You have one director, and you train the other director to eventually take over. So right now we get like yeah. Dave Filoni, and then little by little, John Favreau takes over. <laughs> I like so I think John Favreau and Filoni make a great team. So I think they could be really good with like the Star Wars, you know, Disney Plus universe, whatever. With, help with the division with. of labor in the shows, honestly, I think it's been a good synergy. Yeah. Um, because like they're a lot like Kevin Feige, they're fans first and then creators, which I think is the the magic combo link. Um, you have to be a fan, but you also have to understand the industry and how it works and what can be done to make a good product. And so Kevin Feige knows that. John Favreau knows that. Dave Filoni knows that. Like, so I think, and they're bringing in good talent to help write and direct these these episodes. Um and so I think, I genuinely think Disney is going to learn at least from the Skywalker debacle. 
saga, the movies, <laughs> that it's like, okay, we really do need at least a set-in-stone plan or overarching theme to everything, and then you can... Because that's sort of what The Mandalorian was. It had its its story in the outline laid out, and then they let the directors sort of, like, fill in the blanks to get there. But it was also a very episodic-type series. So, like, while one episode could be like, oh, we're going to inch a little bit closer to that quote-unquote end game, some were like, you know what? We're just going to go to this ice planet of spiders real quick for a detour. It's going to be fine. Like, Um, yeah, yeah, it did feel like that. Like, (laughs) maybe just because I've been too close to it at this point, Watching The Mandalorian, at least season two, I don't know about one, but season two felt like, it literally felt like a, a D&D campaign to me. Like a good one shot. Yes. It was like, oh, perfect example. It was like Avatar. So like Avatar The Last Airbender was like a great series to show how to do filler episodes. Because yeah. Because filler episodes were fun. Like, and you didn't even care. Like. <laughs> Yeah, like honestly, I still think about that episode. Uh, what was it like? Um, the one where they they have the two Earth Kingdom tribes like traveling, like the om like they ma- they make up the uh, the story of Oma and Shu or not not Oma yes. Shu but like the two brothers. Like one of them is like from the clean clan and the other one's all dirty or whatever. Yes, that yes. was totally a filler episode, a hundred percent. But I did not care. Like. I was just like, it's just still, it's great. It's fun. Like, that's like how you do it in The Mandalorian. Like, the second season felt a lot, like, a bit more fillery to me. <laughs> but the, the fillery was I a lot care. better in season two, in my opinion, than in one. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, okay, so this is going to be me fangirling a bit, and I don't even apologize because I don't, I don't care. Fucking Timothy Oliphant. Okay, yeah. He didn't. He, he didn't, didn't need to be in it, go... but I was so happy he was. That man didn't. He has no silver fox. That motherfucker went straight platinum. Like, yeah, yeah. When he took off that helmet, I was like, "Sweet baby Jeebus. I, I am asexual, but you know what? <laughs> That's making he's making me question myself right now because holy shit sticks. Did he look good in that armor? That's all I'm gonna say about that. Like Timothy Oliphant can melt like even the the thickest of blast doors. He has always been very hot, and I've always had a crush on him. But holy shit, sticks! I don't. They turns him to eleven. Like for some reason, episode. for some reason, I cannot separate him from Josh Dumel only because of that one episode in the office. <gasps> oh my god! Right? Like they. <laughs> They need to play brothers more, like, in, like, something. They just need to play brothers. I don't know what it is, just... You guys look enough alike. They're gonna be the cinematic recreation of, uh, the... What is it? The, the, the House Hunter twins or whatever? (laughs) They can be the cinematic version of them. (laughs) Oh my god, yes. I'm still floored that one of them is married to Zoe Deschanel. I'm like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. One of the property brothers. We just Mr. completely Day moved out of Star Wars, by the way. <laughs> we did, but that's fine. We'll raid it back in. <laughs> oh, God. 
Anyway. Anyways, um, off of the Timothy Oliphant smoke show. <laughs> I think going forward, I think the Star Wars is going to be a lot stronger on Disney Plus. Um, if they continue with think, the episodic stuff, for sure. Yeah. So I think Disney's. I mean, I think they realized from Han Solo and Rise of Skywalker that it's um, just because it has Star Wars. It's not. They're not like Marvel movies anymore. Like Marvel movies are such a jug- juggernaut now that like. You just have to announce it, and people are like, sold. I'm there. Let's do this. Um, and Star Wars has sort of had, like, I don't want to say the reverse, but it's, they oversaturated it way too quickly. Um, yeah, they're they like, we're going to some... make one every single year, and people were like, yeah. why? They, like, they went Call of Duty with that shit, and it's like, no, bro. No. Yeah. Um. But I mean, they still they had some good ones. I still enjoyed the Force Awakens, even though I'm like, meh. Um, I enjoyed the Last Jedi. I know I'm that one's very divisive, but I loved that one. It's there's parts I didn't love. Um, it's funny, like when I think about the the sequel trilogy, I like each of the movies individually, but they all feel like different movies. Yes. Um, and then I just absolutely hated Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker, there were things in it I liked, but there were a lot more things that I didn't. Yeah, it just, it felt like, um, because, and I mean, I know a lot of this is because Carrie Fisher died and the last one was going to be her movie. Yeah. It just, oh. When Colin Trevorrow, like, released his script or his story idea, whatever it was, um, I was like, fuck, I want to see this movie. Yeah, it would have been um, so much better, in, I think. Because I just wish Disney would have sticked to their guns and gone with Kylo Ren being the bad guy, because that just would have been so much better. To yeah, like, like, we don't need to have a redeemable anti-hero at this point. We really like, don't. I mean... I love Darth Vader, but, like, I also don't, I don't like the idea of his redemption, because I'm like, bitch, you still killed trillions of people. Yeah. Trillions. Like, I was okay with the idea of him making peace with his son and no one else. Right. Like. Exactly the reverse of Wonder Woman 1984. (laughs) Yeah, I. Um. But, like to do that same thing and i'm like no but he also killed trillions of people like he he like murder he like hunted down jedi after order 66 and like put them down yes and actively hunted and like stamped out every single thing he could of like jedi so i'm just so i hate that whole redemption arc thing that they like to do it's not everyone deserves redemption i guess is what i'm saying like there are people there are good times to do redemption arcs and then there are times where you're just like no yeah like like if you would just put it to ted bundy being like oh yes you know what (laughs) ted bundy was so sad 
I mean, he wasn't. He never really apologized. Yeah, but no. Just like imagine. Technically, if... we did kind of get that with like the like the people lusting after um, what's his name, Zach uh, Efron. Oh yeah. Because they were just like, oh my god, he's so cute. And it's like, you realize this is a story about a murderer, right? That, like, actually right. just... Like, ugh. I just... So... <laughs> it's... It's just me, like, putting, like, more of, like, the real-world context to these things. And I know I'm like, they're movies. They're supposed to be escapism. But it's... You still really can't... I mean, I can't help but think of it in that way where I'm like, all right, what would I do if I found out my dad was a genocidal maniac? I probably wouldn't want to, quote-unquote, save him. You'd probably be like, no! No, it's not true! <laughs> it's not true! And then fling myself off the building. Yeah, like, that made the most sense out of everything. Just like, all right, I die now. Yes. Okay. Well, I can't live on this planet anymore. Like, I want that abridged version of like Star Wars Episode Five, where he like land, like they save him, right? And he lands yeah. in the in the in the speeder, and it just cuts literally just one line of him being like, "Why? Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just yeah. It. Ugh. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I just, I want, I want more out of the, the Star Wars saga than just Skywalkers. And that's why, like, I really liked The Mandalorian, because we were getting more of the universe. Yes. And then they were like, ha ha ha, we're going to end season two with Skywalker. Yeah. like, I mean, it makes sense, but also... Like, it was cool, but don't do it again. Always comes back to the Skywalkers. Like, why? Sorry. I appreciate you letting us go on our, like, geeky little chat about Star Wars. The rage was filling up, and now it's boiling over. Now I'm about to unleash, um, unleash yes. the fury. Let right. the hate flow through you. Now, if you, I like Mark Hamill. I really do. Everybody was like, we don't care about how it looks. We just got Luke Skywalker. Fuck you. All right? No. You could have just recast Luke Skywalker. All right? The man is old. All right? Oh, my God. Especially with fucking, what's his face? Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to smash his hand. You could, or you could have just got any rando ass. You, you could have had Carrie Fisher's daughter. Go back to the original movies. You could have just killed off Carrie Fisher and let her daughter take over. Hmm. Yeah. She was literally priming her up to be the the, the take over. Hell, she was basically doing that in Rise of Skywalker. See, I feel like, I mean, I honestly think they... Yeah, I got 25 minutes. Let me get this one quick. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Full 25 minutes. Um, Go ahead, sorry. Oh, what's this normally like when somebody starts talking about Dragon Age? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm pulling rank. All right. (laughs) They could have just, to subside the rank, they could have just recast Luke. Like I that it looked it horrible. I'm not like everyone else for nostalgic and nostalgic sake. You could just recast Luke. 
it, yeah, it was kind of like um, it was a hat on a hat. And and this is gonna be so controversial. I it was like care. Rogue Rogue One sort I of like, bad. I, no, I like the Rogue One Leia a hell of a lot better than um, Mandalorian Luke. Oh yeah, of course. But you also gotta you also gotta take into account they physically had more time and budget to do that one than they did for the Mandalorian one. True. I'm not saying that's that yeah. uh, excuses them because they should have just not done it in the first place. Um, I feel uh, like they could have done like more shadows. Like it's because they they made that CGI mistake of having him completely front lit. It looked so good yeah. the way that they framed everything before the reveal moment. Because with that kind of stuff, it's so important to think about like lighting and framing for your CGI character because any sort of true lighting is gonna make it look worse. Yeah, that's why I think like Tarkin in Rogue One looked uh, a little like a lot. Whoa, I thought he looked a lot better than Leia did mm-hmm. because they kept him mostly in shadows which is great i mean i still think he should have been recast because the guy they got to play him i'm like he looks good you found uh a woman to replace um what the hell was her name that was like the only other female in the original trilogy moff mom mom oh um um yes it's gonna find it yeah we came to it. Well, I think but they I recast think, her in Rogue One. Like I think a, the major difference between like. like the Tarkin CGI and the and the Leia yeah. CGI was the fact that like the Tarkin C- CGI, I think they had already data on like a 3D version of the actor's face, and on top of that, they mm. visually recreated his face by hand as like a as a as a as a CGI effect, whereas like. The Leia one, they painted it on top of an a- actor's face and used AI technology to like help finish the difference there. Oh, okay. so I think the Tarkin one took longer technically, which is why I think it it works better because it was also worked by like people, like you know, matching his performance to like other other things he's done. But mm-hmm. the Leia one, even though it came out good, I think that's the major difference, like the background technologies they used. Yeah. Plus, she was also frontlit. Exactly. Plus, she was Shadows. way more frontlit. The frontlit thing is a big difference. It's it's crazy. I've been watching way too much of like the behind the scenes CGI stuff recently. <laughs> I mean, that stuff is so fascinating. Um... It really is because it's like it makes you think about like not only the the technicalities behind having to do that kind of stuff. But, like, the kind of vision that a good filmmaker needs to have to be able to, like, frame up their stuff ideally for CGI if they're going to do that. Right. You know, the like, difference between District 9 and, like, something that, you know, has other crappier aliens. Right. Like, or even, like, freaking Jurassic Park still looks good. And that shit was released in, what, 93? Yeah. Yeah. And that's because they played with the shadows the way they could. No they, front lighting, like, no nothing. They made everything rainy and occlusive. Like Spielberg knew the setup he wanted, the shots he wanted to get. He discussed it with everybody. Like communication is key, and yeah. having the time uh, and the resources to develop it is very important because then you get like an instant classic, like 
Jurassic Park or Lord of the Rings versus um, absolute garbage like the Hobbit trilogy. Right. <laughs> Studios. Yeah. Studios. Stop putting your hands in everything and just let people create what they want. Studios and the Tolkien estate. Ugh. 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 <laughs> just the disdain to like, tell me everything I need to hear in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, done. <laughs> no, done. Oh, I'm so sorry. What, oh, oh, what's going Are on? Are we dude? boring you? Uh, I literally lost my train of thought. I Damn. feel like that's how you know you're on like a good podcast when you're just like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> There's always like it's a good podcast when some one person is always playing catch up at some point or another, and uh, it's an even better podcast when it round robins around everybody at least once. <laughs> oh no, no, I heard everything y'all said. I'm so filled with rage. It just, oh. it just, it just, it leveled out. You know, like, when they say let the hate flow through you, they also do mean to, like, like let it go. Like, it flows, so then it eventually just evens out. Right. So you can just, you know. It's like, it, you know what? You're starting to get banner vibes now, you know? That's your <laughs> secret. You're just always You angry. are always angry. <laughs> and that's not good for your blood pressure. Actually, my blood pressure is very well. Nice. <laughs> It just at this particular moment. <laughs> I'm very angry. And I'm not going to blow up like I normally do on every episode of this Giant Kachapa Robot podcast. <laughs> I'm going to stay. It's okay. You can just scream into a pistol later. That's what I do. Nah, if I had my paintball gun right now, I would shoot somebody on sight. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to fucking like take you up on that and go roll through with mine. <laughs> you don't, don't want to do that with Destin with, with me right now. <laughs> You're gonna be like, wait, where the fuck? Hey, fat I miss I from? miss playing I miss playing a paintball more competitively. I'm down. <laughs> this is the one time I'm a sniper. You will not know where it's coming from. Yeah, um, you've never played paintball with me, so I'd love to see this try play out. <laughs> you, you never played. That's the good thing. You never played with me because you. <laughs> I'll just say like this. I will probably. Scream. I played paintball one time, and then when they figured out I was a girl, they just kept shooting me, and I did not like it. Yeah, that's that's when you go and there's like a shit like a shitty group of people there for sure. I'm the type of person like, oh, you're a newbie. I'm like, yeah, we're about to light this motherfucker up. <laughs> and that's what I mean. <laughs> See, you gotta like with the noobs, you gotta like, you gotta protect them. Nah. You know, you know, in like... a certain way, yeah. Just because there's a lot more physical harm in paintball. Here's the thing. Because no, 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 no. No, here's the thing, because if you are wanting to introduce somebody to what you love and you're like, oh, I love paintballing. And then you're like, oh, newbie, I am going to fucking destroy you. That then doesn't make 
the person that wants to play paintball, who this is their first time playing, they're like, oh, I didn't enjoy that because now I just have fucking bruises all up and down because everyone just harped on me. That just, that makes them not want to play. And and that's just a dick thing to do. And here's my thing. I don't like paintball. You wonder why I only do paintball? Because that means it's something that I cannot go go to jail over. I would say that is uh, normally if if somebody told me that on the field, mm-hmm. I would say that is an issue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, that means yes, I'm... That, yes, it's an issue. We, we are okay. It out today. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me defend myself. Let me defend myself before I love you. I do. But they have therapy for stuff like this. Do not turn me into the Joker on this goddamn episode. I'm the host. Say, there's therapy. Like, mostly everyone really needs therapy. I'm just saying we need to normalize it and be like, we all got shit. Like, we're all dealing with our own shit. Like going to the doctor. Just got to get a checkup every once in a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. Let it it go. Let the hate flow out of you. (laughs) Okay? Do it. Just let it. Let it flow out. Let this be known. Let January it... 16, 2021, Desmond has become the Joker. Let it go. Desi is Joker. And don't, you know, <laughs> don't find enjoyment from pretend killing people. I'm not pretend killing. I'm wounding, mm-hmm. I'm wounding people. Mm-hmm. 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 You. So you're just, you're taking enjoyment from wounding people. And on top of that, I'm... That's like I'm, kind of masochistic, uh-huh. bro. Like, I'm, I'm into it. I don't care. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm equal opportunist, which means... Where, where's, your, where's your dungeon, man? I want to know. If you're, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or in between. Non-binary, whatever. You will catch these paintballs. <laughs> and, if buddy, you, and if you really piss buddy, me off... Buddy, you need to talk to a doctor. And you know what? I would therapist. I would just say as long as you keep pop, your regulator pop, at the right pop, at the right speed pop, pop. and you and you observe the no within five foot rule, I would say just go for it. <laughs> and let's just go on these last thirty seven minutes I have not once got to give any real cohesive opinion on fucking Star Wars. Okay. Well I mean you did right out of the gate. But go for it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Star Wars, to me, Star Wars is, is like yeah. America. You know, there is some stuff to love about it, but it there's a lot of garbage that needs to be fixed. And a lot of the problem is with the people. Yeah, and a lot of the problem is who's in charge. Yep. You know what? I like this analogy. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It can be made better, and it's on the right track, I think. And so I hope Disney, honestly, I hope they keep it on Disney Plus. Because they can do so much more different stories with it. Yeah. They can start doing the expanded universe. Um, <laughs> now that is the most outright ridiculous thing I've ever heard you say on the podcast. And I missed it. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> Desi, I, like, I would be everyone in Compton would be six feet underground before you become a Republican. <laughs> oh. Dear. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> you have a better chance of becoming a fucking Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god that's ridiculous i love it mm. uh part of me wants to keep this going but part of me is like fuck it end it <laughs> <laughs> i'd say this has been a good podcast <laughs> we have not talked about the last jedi we have not talked about rise of skywalker we haven't really went in depth on For- force awakens you know we could do part two when we talk about no, no. WandaVision 3 and 4. Or... I'm vetoing it. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, don't you need more, more than one vote when it's like three people to get a successful veto? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm invoking the right of annulment. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invoking the right of just, oh. of just not doing it. <laughs> this marriage is over. <laughs> It's like, I'm invoking the right of this marriage never happened. Move your shit out. Lucas Games. <laughs> Lucas Games. Indiana Jones. Oh, God. I miss I miss Lucas Games. Lucas Arts. Oh, that. Okay. So I am genuinely excited about a new Indiana Jones game. It seems like um, it'd be cool. I hope it's more in line with, like, Prey or Dishonored in the way that it's not like a huge open world game like Skyrim or Fallout. Like, I think it needs to be just a linear type. It's gonna be. I can see that. It's good. They're gonna, if this is Bethesda, open world, it's pretty much your grandfather's Tomb Raider. Yeah, well, because it's not, but even I don't think it's officially, but that, because I think it's them partnering with somebody else, so I think it's going to be, like, it's still how, t- um, still spearheading it, though. he's just EP, though, right? He's, he just said he's, um, not only EP, but he's still spearheading it, so he's hiring people. So, yeah, but I think it's also, like, it's a partnership with Machine Games, too. If, if that so was, it's, like, if, Here's the and it's probably because of ego. I'm just gonna chalk it up. Yeah, they said partnership with Machine Head, but you still see Todd Howard's name on everything. In current in terms of Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean, you know, at this point, it's still years away. So and who knows? EA lost their license to Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck. Did they? Well, they still got three years left, but still, either way, Ubisoft already jumped the gun. It's like, we're making our own open world Star Wars game. It's like a good final fuck you to EA. Like, look what we're making, motherfuckers. We're getting to make the Star Wars game that you canceled. Yup. But this is Ubisoft. They still haven't came out with Beyond Good and Evil 2, so. I will predict this now. I will be 42 when that Ubisoft Star Wars game will come out. And I'm currently 35, but I'll be 36 in June. So, that is my prediction. Hmm. Give me a look at it. 
I have been right. So for, on Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 1 came out when I was 17. The second one, technically, I think the second one and the, the first and second one came out back to back. I predicted when the second one came out, I will be in my mid-30s when the third one comes out. And I said that at 19. I was right. <laughs> the third one came out when I was like 33, 34. So two years, so Kingdom Hearts 3 been out for two years. And people are still complaining how bad that game is. So I mean, I never finished um, Kingdom Hearts 3 because I was just like, and don't worry. I think I'm too old for these now. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> like, um okay but all i just what was that one um what's the one star wars game that was supposed to come out it was like 1313 yep yes i want them was spearheading it never forget someone to to pick that pick that up because it just looks so good nolan north was um Nolan North, this is what Nolan North was able to say, and this is, the, and he still can't say a lot. Um, apparently, you would be able to create a character, and he was playing a rebel, not a rebel, a, a smuggler. Yeah. He said, as much as he can say, he said, yes, Troy Baker was also on the game as well. Um, and he said some other voice actors. He said he couldn't talk about were also on the game. So it pretty much. It was already well in. It just EA was like, "Nah, we don't want this single player focus." Yank no, it wasn't EA. It was Disney. Okay. That one was being made by Lucas okay. uh, Lucas Arts, and it was right after the Disney. It was right after they purchased Star Wars, and oh. they were like, "Oh, just Disney. kidding." Yoink. Oh, Disney pulled the plug. Oh, yeah. Breaking it was news. those fuckers. Breaking news, late people's. I mean, the for tea, the tea six years, six years. But here's the thing, though: everybody be saying EA seven. Um, a lot of people be saying. Here's the thing: we don't like EA. They have ruined yeah. uh, many a number of gaming um, companies. Um, oh yeah. The casket is still open. They have not been buried yet. Bioware. Just. We 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 waiting for that day. I I already have my suit. I don't wear a suit often, but I have my suit for the funeral by wear ready if it happens. Oof. And I will cry, and I will have the boys to men song going in the background. That's I just don't think I'll ever forget Star Wars. We got be ready. I'm singing it. I'm horribly singing it, so we'll be fine. Yes, he's completely off key. Please do not. Please do not. The copyrights. Right. Yeah. Just bro. <sighs> this is what happens when you keep me quiet for four thirty minutes. <laughs> oh no. You could have jumped in on the conversation at any time, but you were too busy hating on. Uh, film series no, you for what really whatever. You want to know what I really was doing for those 30 minutes? What were you really doing? Playing cyberpunk while y'all was talking. Yep, yep, that's on the right. I was going to say, were you force projecting yourself? Mm. I was half listening, half focusing on Pan Am. 
I love I love how how it was like, hey, get prepared for Star Wars talk, and then it's like not prepared for Star Wars talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, as soon as I mentioned CGI Luke Skywalker, you already took you took over the conversation the second time, so I was like, you know what, fuck it, Panera, I'm coming. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh God. Oh, this has run on long enough. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Giant Contra and the Robot. We do appreciate it. We do appreciate you all. Thank you for listening to us, staying with us with this small growth that we're doing. Um, We're now on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Now on Stitcher, yes. And we now have an IG page. But if you don't want to go to our giant controversial IG page the links to our individual Instagram pages will be in the description Um, thank you for being here once again I'm going to keep on saying thank you until you finally quit again (laughs) and then in another five years I'm going to be like I got a new podcast when are you going to come back (laughs) (laughs) when you become a Republican I will only do it. I will only do it so I can infiltrate in the Senate and then, like Ezio, assassinate Mitch O'Connell, McConnell on the fucking floor. With a twisted tea can. I'm going to go full Respace. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Rest (laughs) in peace, motherfucker. Bam! Thank you. And I will, and I will literally cut the, my ring finger off just to do it. He's gonna be a true assassin. True assassin. <laughs> press on with pride. Press on with purpose. I'm gonna retire that shit because I am not pressing on with pride nor purpose. <laughs> In this junction, I'm pressing on with anger. <laughs> Cracker ass white. I mean, the goddamn capital. I'm just pressing on because that's really all I can do. <laughs> but I'm over it. Yeah, all in all, though. Remember, people, purpose on with pride, press on with press. I'm pressing on for WandaVision. That's what's going to get me through the next two months. <laughs> Hopefully. But all seriousness, <laughs> though, practice social distancing. Stay safe. In California alone, we're, clo- we're hitting 2 million COVID cases, but also, we also. Ugh. Almost a million deaths alone just in California. Yep. Yeah. So that means also me and Christian Christian may have is more susceptible to getting it a second time and I'm also acceptable of getting it, but I can actually die. This could be my final episode if you motherfuckers don't put on a mask. <laughs> Putting us at risk. Yep. Cause yep. I can't get the vaccine anytime soon. So I, I, I'll tell you this from experience. If anybody's telling you that it's not real, it fucking is. I got it. All right. Like that. That shit's no joke. And I would not wish it on anybody. Please wear a mask and stay mindful of the people around you. And I lost just, friends and family members to this shit. So seriously. Just stay safe and don't be a dick. Okay. And if y'all That's all we listen, ask. And if y'all listen to this part, like, damn, they went serious real quick. 
because it's serious, mofos. Because it is. In the words of Cardi B, coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> Shit getting real. 